Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode two of the Scavengers Reign series review. So last week, I wasn't sure of what the release schedule was going to be like, but now I am certain. I read through the... trades and proper channels that we're going to be getting four weeks of releases of three episodes a week and that's how Max is approaching this series now I might have not given explicit information about what the actual story within the series is with the paired characters and as to what was going on but in this episode of my series review of scavengers reign we're covering episodes four five and six i'm going to start with sam and ursula so sam and ursula when we left off on episode three they were stuck or should i say Ursula was stuck in this labyrinth type place which was below ground and Sam had been taken to the surface by one of these the only way I can describe it is called an ostrich like creature took Sam to the surface so in episode 3, at the beginning of the episode, we find Ursula trying to find her way to the surface to find Sam. She finds her way to this tree. The tree, she can see light from the trunk of the tree. to the she, And she sees the light at the top of the tree. She tries to climb the inside of the tree but she finds that she can't make the climb up and it seems that there is a way to get through the inside of this tree to the top she just didn't know how so what ends up happening is one of these ostrich like creatures ends up rushing past her like the creature did in the episodes prior and she watches the creature as it just nestles itself inside the tree trunk makes a slight hop up and these tendrils that are inside the tree motions the ostrich like creature up to the surface without hassle now the ostrich like creature also has this what looks like a rib cage on the back of the creature actually that serves as like like holding on to something or to store something while they run right 
which is how Sam got taken up in the tree. So Ursula noticed that in the previous episodes that these ostrich-like creatures were very attracted to this nectar of this, I guess you could just call it like a native to the planet fruit, right? And the nectar was this orange color. Anytime this orange color nectar would be on anything, the ostrich-like creature would come, gobble it up, and then run off with it in that ribcage-like storage thing on its back, up the tree, up to the surface. But we didn't know what was going on on the surface. All right, long story short, Ursula rubs the orange stuff on her. The ostrich-like thing picks up Ursula, takes her to the surface. There's a quick scene where Ursula's fearing for her life while she's on the surface because she notices that anything that is that has this orange-like this orange-like substance on it gets like sun-dried and then eaten uh, by the ostrich-like. No, not the ostrich-like creatures, by some other creatures. So the ostrich-like creatures are the vehicle. They bring the food. And then there's this other creature that, like, I don't even know how to explain it necessarily. But first you see, like, a fine, real, real svelte head. And then all you see is, like, flaps unfurl all around that this svelte head and it was freaky and it's animation guys so it was freaky to see but these are another creature on the planet that's how they survive right because the ostrich like creatures they eat the slug like creatures that sap up that orange goo from the fruit that grows from like a small white tree branch like thing in the ground underground so they're all eating one another to then feed the next one right scavengers so when the ostrich like figure brings Ursula up and Ursula has the orange nectar on her she's supposed to be sun dried and then basically uh, what's the term here sacrificed <laughs> to these other creatures to eat uh, Ursula fights him off she doesn't get eaten uh, essentially she finds Sam at the door of one of the escape pods on the surface come to find out inside the escape pod are several of old shipmates of the Demeter, uh, co-workers and stuff like that, dead inside the escape pod. And we then, did we leave off with them? Okay, so to finish the story of Sam and Ursula, Sam and Ursula, they find 
the dead companions in the escape pod. Um, Sam feels distraught, feels like his co-workers and companions need proper burial. They shouldn't be left out here in these crystallized forms as they were found. Um, and it's a disrespect to them. So they find a way to uh, honor them and bury them on this cliff. And on their journey after uh, setting up the burial, they are back on track to go towards the Demeter, which has now crash-landed on the planet. On their journey through, they hit this other labyrinth, which is much different than the first labyrinth they went to, uh, because the first labyrinth was more forest-like, where there were trees and inanimate objects and other creatures like the uh, the ostrich like creature I was I was uh, describing before and then those white slug creatures that I was describing before as well in this new labyrinth it was tree like as well but it also if you've ever seen the matrix I think it was part three where everyone is born in like a pod, right? Uh, they have all these tubes and like connective wiring in these red orb-like pods where people are born. It reminded me of that because this labyrinth was full of white pods that seem to be connected from the ground and the ceiling with these many fine-fibered um, spaghetti-looking uh, type tendrils that make them look like trees in a sense, but not so much to describe that all of these white orb-like things had something in them. Um, these white orb-like things were not inanimate. They were living. The spaghetti strand fibers um, were basically. I don't even know how to describe this. Um, Essentially, they could basically um, sting you, right, with a the deadly sort of a venom but even while stinging you with a deadly venom with these spaghetti tentacles fibers once they drew the blood of whatever it was it could have been one of the creatures on the on the planet it could have been a vegetable it could have been whatever essentially they stole your DNA And in stealing your DNA, they were able to make not a carbon copy, not a not a clone clone, but like a zombified version of 
whatever it stung. That was so freaky. Because it stung Sam. And eventually what happens is is that they find their way out of this labyrinth but the zombified creation of Sam eventually is born like minutes later after Sam leaves after Sam and Ursula leave this part of the labyrinth they're now outdoors um, they create a fire they're, they're, they're setting up rest or whatever the case is Sam is now sick because this venom is coursing through his veins he's gonna die and the zombie comes to their campground uh, essentially they have to fight off the zombie this is uh, episode 5 eventually they have to fight off the zombie they kill the zombie by burning this thing to a crisp by the end of episode 6 all these trials and tribulations that Sam and Ursula have been through and the cliffhanger for episode 6 is they get to this uh, what seems to be a shrine for um, yes for, for what it seems to be a shrine because there was another person living on this part of the planet that was there before anyone from the Demeter crashed so we get left with the cliffhanger of seeing of seeing the looming character of this what seemed to be a very robust and round lady make her appearance says nothing that's the cliffhanger that's Ursula and Sam now to Ozzy and Levi Ozzy and Levi are a little bit easier Ozzy and Levi they end up leaving that uh, that insular world that Levi was connected to go back to the surface Ozzy and Levi uh, end up in a situation where Ozzy gets uh, what does she get bit? she gets bit by something and has some sort of an um, allergic reaction to this bite and it's spreading everywhere and she's itching and whatever the case is and she's trying to find this uh, a solution to the problem but as this living planet, what we finally come to find out on this living planet, that not every scavenger has or brings bad omen, right? Because so far, up to episode five, all we've seen is all the creatures on the planet scavenger off of one another, you know, survival of the fittest type thing or whatever the case is. We've never seen anything positive from the scavengers until the the story arc of Ozzy and Levi. Ozzy finds this nestle, this, this open well, let's say. Not a deep well, but an open well of water. Because she was itching, she wanted to cool off or whatever the case is. She finds that there are these fish-like creatures who are eating away at her uh, at her allergic reaction that had grown on her skin and it basically cured her and she just spent some time in there 
she was cured after basically bathing in this thing. But the opposite had happened to Levi. Levi is now being overrun by the living biomatter um, that started to uh, affect her insides and make Levi feel. Right now we get more of the instead of Levi being a helping robot, Levi is becoming a sentient being just by being infiltrated by the biomatter of this planet. Where do we find with Levi and Ozzy? So with Levi and Ozzy, by episode six, unfortunately, for the time being, um, Ozzy was fighting off. Who were they fighting off? They were fighting off some sort of local creature, right? And eventually, the local creature ends up destroying Hat ends up destroying Levi. The local creature is that telekinetic creature that I told you guys about last week that was also involved with Cayman. End of episode 6, the telekinetic creature tried to kill Ozzy because Ozzy and Levi end up running into uh, Cayman. And they wanted Cayman to help them, you know, scour the land, get to the Demeter, you know, get back home, basically. Right? But them not knowing that this telekinetic creature, who had just grown in an immense size over six episodes, because it was just getting fat off of everything that Cayman kept on killing for it. The creature was trying to kill... Ozzy and Levi because he wanted Cayman to himself to continue for Cayman to just get hit it food quick in between so we start episode f- 5 I want to say with us meeting a random crew member from the Demeter they had a lot of crew members that were in um, cryostasis. This particular crew member didn't get a name. Wakes up before any of the other crew members on the Demeter. Has to fight off some crazed creature. Escapes the Demeter. Ends up uh, getting outside. And he's battling the elements and the creatures. So he's a little battered and beat. Um, found a place to rest. Encounters another creature who basically almost scalped him. He escapes from that creature that bas- that almost scalped him. And he ran and he runs into Cayman. But the telekinetic creature does to this lone surviving member at the time of the Demeter what he tried to do to Ozzy and Levi. The telekinetic creature basically manipulates Cayman into killing. No, didn't manipulate Cayman at all. As a matter of fact, the telekinetic creature killed the crew member. 
snapped his neck, left him there for dead, or whatever. And he was just continuing to manipulate Cayman's mind, make him see different things and feel certain ways so he can continue to have power over Cayman. By the time that we get to Ozzy and Levi, uh, he was trying to do the same thing. The creature that is, the creature by episode six destroys Levi. Ozzy's by herself, but was able to escape from the creature in Cayman. But by the time that Ozzy and Levi got to the creature, Cayman was now nestled within the creature. At one point, Ozzy sliced it open with her staff-like uh, weapon that she had with a blade at the end of it. And she cut it open, and the skin of the creature opened before it mended itself, before it healed itself. She saw Cayman's body inside the creature because now they're all connected in one it was just oh it was disgusting how the creature just enveloped Cayman and um, basically took control of his body and his mind and basically just uses him uh, to find food uh, be it creatures or human beings alike so Ozzy was able to escape during the process that Ozzy was after she escaped she had a comm like a radio and she called out for help and during these scenes we never saw anybody respond then Ozzy would go and she would face another uh, sort of uh, creature or hardship before we would go on to the next scene. By the end of episode 6, we saw the looming character of this lady show up for Sam and Ursula. By the end of episode 6, we also see a live person listening to the message that Ozzy was sending out for help like off in space somewhere so someone heard her call so what I'm insinuating or what that implies is someone's coming don't necessarily know if it's a rescue party but someone heard her plea and someone's coming so that's for episode 7, 8, and 9 to wrap this we got Cayman right Cayman because he's such a weak I'm gonna say it like this folks but he, he's such a he's such an integral part of this story but I'll put it like this he's such a weak minded fuck that he let this creature basically take over his mind take over his body because the dude doesn't even have a spine he doesn't even want to defend himself he just runs from everything so he lets this creature basically take his mind and body and use it basically as a I don't even know to use it as what now um, just as a shell just to find him food so he can do so that Cayman does the work and the creature just sits back and uh, 
and reaps all the rewards and stuff like that or whatever. But Kaylin's story, man, this is sad. He couldn't hold on to, uh, I believe, what was the lady's name? Fiona? Couldn't hold on to Fiona. He fucked up. And eventually, oh, this is where the nitty got into it. With the Ursula and Sam story, what I didn't mention and what I and I wanted to mention during the Cayman story is, Cayman is the main reason the Demeter deviated off course, and people had to escape the Demeter. He rerouted the ship on a course where it was not supposed to go. It was not a stable course, and. People eventually crash landed on this goddamn planet of scavenger creatures and a living planet because of Cayman. Because he needed to prove his value as a part of that crew. So he went over Sam's head. He went over everyone's head and plotted this new course towards wherever their goal was. And that course led them to have to flee the Demeter, crash land on this savage-ass planet, and now people are dead. Lives have been lost. Um, atrocities have occurred. And people are having to adapt to a planet that's just foreign to them. And it's all his fault. <laughs> At least that's the way that up until episode 6 they're depicting it so with all that guilt and no backbone and no level of accountability that telekinetic creature uh, was able to just take hold of Cayman basically and nestle it in its let's just call it the creature's womb um, until he needs to extract came in to do more of his dirty work to protect them basically so sick and so sad at the same time <laughs> man I tell you this story just the effort of it um, and how complex it is be it how layered the characters are um, it's it's super dope folks super dope um, as you can see via the thumbnail, highly recommended. It does get the YFNFG stamp of approval. Six episodes in to the series, Scavengers Reign, folks. It's on Max. Stream it, view it. New episodes every Thursday. Um, get on it while you can. <laughs> Please and thank you. It is. It is storytelling on another level. Um, there's nothing like dope-ass sci-fi when done right. And I think that, I think, no. For me, Scavenger's Reign is sci-fi, thriller, suspense, done right. Um, so definitely take your time out. And watch this. This is uh, well, me and me and my uh, me and my friend Kelvin were talking about this 
uh, Tim Mouse? Or the, is the Animation House? Um, so they make this particular animated series. 20 to 20, 22 to 25 minute episodes but they all get you locked in I am ready for episode 7, 8, and 9 uh, later on today because it's already Thursday uh, I'm just recording this a week after the fact due to scheduling and stuff like that so um, as always folks thank you kindly for listening to my musings and checking out these episodes I hope that my descriptions are good enough. And if not, then all I have to say is thank you for listening, but watch Scavengers Reign and you'll understand why I'm so hype uh, while describing and going through the stories of, of these characters as we've seen them so far. That next tri set of episodes, folks, it, it's going to unfold some crazy. So we get to find out who the robust and rotund lady is, how long she's been on the planet. We might find out who heard Ozzy's call. And eventually, because those are two thirds of the story, the other third, I would think, just from an overall storytelling storytelling perspective, does Cayman get to rectify what he's done does he finally break free of that telekinetic creature's power and do right by the crew and the people of the Demeter or does he just continue down this crazy awkward and sick spiral he's been on gotta stay tuned folks gotta stay tuned as always appreciate the entire global yfnmg community check me on the socials john l yfnmg that's instagram twitter x facebook tiktok and threads <laughs> catch me all on there um, that's J-O-H-N-E-L-Y-F-N-M-G. Follow me on there. Leave some comments. Let's have some conversation about these reviews, these movies, these shows. And let's keep it going, folks. Be well. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe out there. Until next time, folks. It's been your friendly neighborhood movie lord, John L. And I'm about this. Peace.